Listener Production. What does today's inflation data mean for rate hikes? And Sydney's largest casino operator reached an all-time low today. Find out why. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 27th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Uh, Laura? Hello, Stevie. We're back again. And uh, we're heading into the close. Not quite there yet, but the market has been under pressure for most of the day. A little bit of, of a comeback in late trade, but at the moment we are in the red. We we definitely are. And it was just about 10 minutes ago when we were down about a third of 1%. Now we're down closer to a fifth of 1%. So it's getting better. It's getting better. But we, we still have a little bit of time to go. So we'll see what happens. And it's been a pretty volatile and rocky ride today because, you know, at the moment we're down for a second day. We fell by as much as half a percent early. We had the ASX 200, which is that key, one of the key numbers that measures how our market's doing, almost fell below 7,000 points again, mm. which would have got us closer to a six-month low. Then we had a a bit of a healthy bounce ahead of some important data on inflation, which we'll get to in a second. But we also had quite a big tumble out of the US last night. Quite a big tumble, if if that's what you want to call it. It's actually actually reached the lowest levels in over three months last night, which is not great. Yeah, so the US market down in the order of 1.5% last night. There's still plenty of uncertainty surrounding global share markets at the moment. It's not really going away. Yeah, concerns about concerns. Yep. interest rates staying higher for longer, I guess, is the, the overarching one. Exactly right. But also there was a survey last night in the US on how confident people are with their money. And that actually hit the lowest levels in about four months. So these rate hikes are starting to hurt. China is still dragging its feet as an economy. And then oil prices, they're up 35% in three months. So that's actually contributing to things like inflation. We should probably talk about that as well, because... We had some data on inflation today, which was a monthly read, right? And came in largely in line with expectations. Yeah, it absolutely did. So we were expecting to see it go from 4.9 to 5.2, and that's headline. So that includes everything. So we're not stripping out those volatile things like food and energy. And actually what drove it up mostly was petrol prices, which have risen over 9% in the past month. Ouch. Yeah. So just in August, up 9%. Rents also up almost 8% over the past year. So rents have been lifting at the fastest pace since 2009 recently because of low vacancy rates, a very tight rental market as well. I guess the takeaway from this data, though, as you point out, is that we had inflation lifting. Mm -hmm. So you can look at this as, oh, no, inflation's back Mm. up again for the first time in four months. But it was smack bang in line with what most economists were expecting. So this is at the moment being seen perhaps as a a temporary jump in Mm. inflation. Um, And the trend in recent times has been at least improving and heading lower. So we'll see if that continues. Probably not going to make a huge difference to what the RBA is thinking at the moment. Mm -hmm. They're expected to meet next Tuesday and markets still think that rates are probably going to be on hold for a fourth consecutive month. One big thing to watch will be right at the end of October, there is a quarterly update on inflation, the 25th of October. And that's probably the next big thing that the RBA Mm -hmm. will watch and could help it make its decision in November on Melbourne Cup Day. But before that, we still do have a rate decision to come. And as Mm -hmm. you mentioned, Markets reckon that there's not going to be a rate hike. In mm-hmm. fact, they think there's a small chance, about an 8% chance of a cut, which likely won't happen. But keeping it on hold is the the general consensus of what we think we're going to be seeing. So we also have those retail spending yep. figures coming out tomorrow. So finding out mm-hmm. how much we've all been spending at the shops, that will have an impact perhaps. Yeah, just on. in terms of today, mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention we're now about... 9% away from all-time highs. So we're creeping a little bit lower and lower, which is not great. So mm-hmm. just the beginning of August, 
we're around 2% away. Now we're about 9% away. So it hasn't been great. And this is basically in line with what generally happens in September, as we've been talking about. At the moment, we're down about 4% in September, just two trading days to go. And of course, we don't know where we're going to end up just yet because we're still a few minutes ahead of the market close as well. And let's look at sectors today because it seemed to be quite broad-based selling, at least across most sectors. Yeah, I mean, most sectors are down, unfortunately. Yeah, there are only uh, three at the moment heading into the close that are up, the financials, property trust and consumer staples, but those improvements are, are tiny at the moment. Mm. And, you know, we've got tech stocks down more than 1% at this stage. So they're easily the worst in percentage terms. And then healthcare stocks are the are some other underperformers down roughly three quarters of a percent. But there was one big standout stock for today. Are, are you reading my mind? Is it the Star <laughs> Entertainment? Yeah. Yeah. Not really a, a great performance from No, uh, from the star. it was a standout. We don't know if it was I up or so. down, but yeah. <laughs> I guess you just gave it away. They were down. It's, they it's, reached an all time low. Yeah, down 8%. So pretty big decline. Yep. Mm. And you're right, hitting an all-time low. So it was actually in a trading halt for um, all week. This is the first time it's trading all week. So it's raised $565 million from investors. And it's done this at a discounted price of, uh, of 60 cents per share. So the stock is down partly because this is a pretty hefty discount to what the shares were doing a little over a week ago. At the highs last week, they were 25% higher So they're raising money at a lower price. The reason is they're going to use all that money to help with the restructure. They want to improve their financial position and they're going to use that cash to basically pay down most of their debt. Yeah, they haven't been doing so great lately, Star Entertainment, unfortunately. Chalice Mining, we've been talking about this one a little bit lately because its share price hasn't been doing great. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's more than halved since the end of August, which isn't a long time either. And this was all sparked by an announcement where the company said its study for its Greens metal project is making progress, which seems good, but targets first production in 2029. So investors weren't over the moon about that because it's still quite a long way away. On the day of the announcement, its shares dropped 25% in just one session. Now its shares are currently at its lowest levels since September 2020. And it also received a number of target price cuts. So basically, analysts have estimated that its share price will be lower in about a year's time. Today, ahead of the close, its shares are down over 1%. So just adding to those declines. Yep. The best performer heading into the close is ResMed. That's on the ASX 200. So this is the company that makes a number of products, especially for those who have trouble sleeping and have sleep apnea. So they might snore a lot at night and keep everyone up. Mm -hmm. Um, So they sell masks and other devices to to try and help there. So shares are up about 5%. It is bouncing off the worst levels in three and a half years. So keep that in mind. It's down more than 30% since it handed down its profit results in early August. And that was when its profits fell short of expectations. And then the company was hit by much higher costs for manufacturing and also the components it needs to to make its products. We also had a few companies trading ex-dividend today. Most notable would probably be Maya. They will be paying one cent per share to eligible shareholders. So cha-ching to those who hold Maya shares. And they'll be paying that out on the 16th of November and a few companies paying out their dividends. So we had those supermarket giants. We had both Coles and Woolies paying out their dividends. Coles paid 30 cents per share, Woolies 58 cents per share and a handful of other companies like the ASX, Ampol, 
Pilbara, mm-hmm. Mineral, Endeavour. Yep, Regis Healthcare Horizon. Tomorrow, though, if we Tomorrow's, talk about dividends. Oh, my goodness. It is massive. The yep. biggest day of the year, in fact, for would, dividend payments. I would say that's fair. That's because we've got some of the biggest dividend payers and biggest companies on our share market paying we, out divs. We have a little bit of a, a controversy here as to how much they're paying out. So what's It's you- not really a controversy because you asked me this this morning. <laughs> you said... How much is being paid out? And yeah. I said, if I had to guess, it's roughly $17 billion. <laughs> and you said, I'm not, I guess is not good enough for me, Stevie. <laughs> so then we did some investigating. Craig came back to us with an exact number because he mm-hmm. had some calculations and it was $17.9 billion. So closer to 18, really. pretty close though. <laughs> it was a good guess. But you're right. It's almost $18 billion mm. that's going to be paid out in one day. Massive. Well, our biggest company listed on the yeah. ASX is paying out, BHP. Yeah, BHP. So that's like over $6 billion off memory. CBA. CBA is a big one. Skew, Woodside, Telstra. They're the big five. But then mm. you've also got IAG, you know, one of the big insurers. You've got uh, Accent Group. Santos, mm. IDP Education, and many more. ProMedicus, so, we talked about that one ProMedicus yesterday. As well. we yesterday. Did. Yep. Exactly. So it's going to be a big day there. You know, many dividends heading into bank accounts or perhaps being reinvested for some as well. But there'll be a few other things to um, to watch tomorrow as well. You mentioned retail trade. Yeah, we did mention that at the outset. So that's probably the last key piece of data coming out ahead of the RBA's decision next Tuesday. And this is the flash or early reading. Mm. So basically there are a couple of these that, that get released. The, the the one tomorrow is the one that tends to receive a little more attention by yeah. economists because they get kind of an early indication of what um, retail spending is looking like and then it's kind of made official a little later on. I think it's next week or the week after. Job vacancy figures as well mm-hmm. and some figures on finance and wealth, but which is a measure of household wealth. So they're probably the big three things to watch on the economic front. There will be some profit results as well tomorrow from stocks like Brickworks, which is one of the bigger makers of things like cement and roofing and bricks in Australia, and Premier Investments, which is behind um, PJ brand Peter Alexander and Smiggle. Very fun. Yeah. I think that's about it. That is it. Okay. Well, (laughs) Well, we might wrap it up there. Why not? Have a great one, everyone. We'll be back here tomorrow. tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.